I think highly of Tony Oliva and Jim Cutt. Yes, sir. I feel like I've known them for years, which I have. Yes. What is the Golden Days era? Uh, it must go back to after World War II to... Because Gil Hodges is in, and he was done. He was on that ballot, and he was done playing in like the mid fifties, I think, maybe late fifties, with the Brooklyn. I don't think he ever made it to Los Angeles, and they moved there in fifty eight. So it must go from World War Two to I mean, after World War Two to um, seventy, maybe into the seventies. I'm, I'm not sure exactly. But what distinguishes going in under the Golden Days era as opposed to going in on a ballot? Well, when you uh, are on the baseball writer's ballot, it used to be you were eligible for 15 years. You had to maintain at least 5% of the vote from the get-go. If you come out the first year and don't get 5% of the vote, see you later. Right. And uh, you 15 years, you got to get 75%, which is tough. You then were done. And the Hall of Fame got so much heat— about some of the people that we passed on, like Tony O'Leary. Yes, and they created a they created a veterans committee, and then they decided there were too many different eras. They wanted to get historians on this thing, so I believe there are three of them now. There's this golden age one, and then the early and days, and then the early days, and I think there's maybe a, a something that covers the more modern times since the mid seventies or something, another, there's another committee and these are, there's, there's seven hall of famers on this one that voted yesterday. And there's, uh, uh, four historians, a couple of media guys, and then three executives from teams that uh, votes and you have to get 12 out of the 16. Well, I guess it's an awkward it's, question. It's an, uh, it's an attempt to get more of these guys in the Hall of Fame. Okay, basically. and that's my question, and it's an awkward one because I don't doubt Tony Oliva's credibility or mm-hmm. his skill, but are we just inventing new ways to give everybody yes. a medal, that type no, of thing? No, well, it's, you're sure inventing new ways to... It's a kinder, gentler... Okay. I wouldn't say you're inventing new ways, but it's a kinder, gentler Hall of Fame. And the baseball writers used to raise hell. You know, the old, crustier. The, when this first started, they raised a lot of, you know, not me. I didn't care. But uh, a lot of the old, you know. Well, now, being number six, I'm an old timer. But <laughs> the the from 20 years ago when this first started, there was, you know, we were we were basically protesting that you are you are going against our will and right. we're the we're your voters. Well, unlike the Cy Young Award, the MVP Award, uh, the Rookie of the Year Award, the Manager of the Year Award, we own those. We are serving as the first line of voting at the behest of the at the will of the Hall of Fame. It's not. The baseball writers don't have any control over this but like we do those other awards. Here's what so. I'm saying. In this newer and kinder view of this, yes. does Kent Herbeck become a candidate? I would doubt it. I would doubt it. He's No, I would doubt it. I, but who knows? I think Tony. Does Joe Maurer? Joe Maurer is a lot of people think Joe's going to make it. In the normal vote. In the normal vote. Yeah. yeah. It's going to take a while, but a lot of people, there's a lot... The, the the crusty old 
group of voters, including me, we kind of would look and say, nah, he's not a Hall of Famer, you know. And I, I've always turned in a short ballot, uh, I think six or seven guys this year. But that's because I don't vote for the steroid guys. You know, the guys who will vote for the steroid guys are having a hard time keeping their ballot to 10. I don't have a hard time because I don't vote for them. What's your rule again? If you got caught, you're out. If you out. got caught, you're out. It's uh, just like America. Yep. You know, just like, just think how many people were stealing money in this country before Tom Petters, but he got caught. You know, <laughs> that's, <laughs> you know, you, you get caught, that way, there's there's grifters all over the place. Wasn't right the now. rap on Oliva what, that the career was too short? Yes. It's 15 years. But only eight as a primo. You know, he he started in '64. Right. '71, he ruined the knee. Right. '72, he only played ten games, and uh-huh. he was done yeah. if they hadn't come up with the DH. Yeah. He couldn't play in the field. So, and then they came up with the DH, and so he played four more years. '64 and '65 batting titles. Yes. Rookie of the year. '64 runner up in AL MVP voting in '65. Should have been the winner, a Sporting mm-hmm. News Player of the Year, but Zoilo won it, and Tony outhit him by. Okay, there's another one. Will Zoilo be a candidate? No, no he won't. Right. He, was, he had a short, he had a meteoric career. Tony was, Tony was one of the best for eight years, and then yeah. he got hurt. But here's a, maybe his most amazing season of all of them is '73. His first year as a DH. You were, were was that when your first year covering yeah, him? Yeah. He, as you know, he was, if he got a hit in the gap, he jogged to first base. Right. That was all he could do. And he drove in, he batted 270-something that year and drove in 92 runs. Isn't that amazing? With playing, Basically on, one, on, one, playing on one leg. Wow. Yeah. One, yeah. I mean, he had no foundation anymore. He was hitting with his upper body because his right knee was. Mangled. This is This is, this is when you. Could, there were no if if there was orthoscopy then he oh he would have had, had a twenty five year career yes yeah but he's every year he had eight operations on that surgery I talked to our guy Rodney last night now Rodney was actually on a committee but he had to give his proxy to Blylevin because being a heart transplant uh, uh, I don't want to use victim but recipient. He did not, uh, with the uh, with the COVID still uh, floating around. He did not feel the urge to get on a plane and okay. fly to Orlando, Florida. Yeah. So, so he was not at the meeting yesterday. But I, his will was, yeah. and Bert, Bert agreed with him on. Well, Tony Cotton. and Carew were, yes, roommates for eleven years. Eleven years, yeah. roommates for yeah. eleven years. Yeah. He said, "Believe it or not, we never had a fight, meaning a right. bad bad right. argument." Right. Uh, Probably because uh, Tony said, okay. Because yeah. we know <laughs> we know Rodney had his grumpy moments. Yes, he did. Yes, you know, he was, we, we loved him, but he had his grumpy moments. And uh, Tony was always in a good mood. But Rodney did tell me that when they got back to their room in the hotel, and later on, not the first few years, but once the knee went bad, he said the first thing he did was go to the ice machine every night. Yeah, what and was he'd the go uh, get a big load of ice and oof. for Tony to put on his knee? And then he said, then when I was trying to go to sleep, I had to listen to him moan and groan oh. all night because he was because wow. his knee was bothering him. What, but, what I forget which one of you said it, but what what did Rodney have? The Nolan Ryan flu? What was the what was the line one of you had? No, I think it well, might have been you, Joe. No, he he would get the flu occasionally if Nolan Ryan was <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 
<laughs> Rudy May was the guy yeah, hated the yeah. lefty Rudy, Rudy May. Rudy May, who'd he pitch for? Lefty pitched for uh, the Angels mostly. Great big curveball. Okay. And uh, and uh, but Rodney Rodney was a hundred and forty game a guy a year a guy, and then one of Mock's great achievements was he got him in seventy nine seventy seven. He played 155 games that mm-hmm. year. He played mm-hmm. that was the most games he ever played, and his numbers were. Mock Mock had him, you know, was able to. I mean, because Mock, as you know, you couldn't go in there and do a post game interview without him mm-hmm. effusively praising Rodney. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was uh, Mock. Mock was very good at handling him, as was Billy. But Rodney was. He was subject to headaches and stuff like that and mm. would miss some games. Mm-hmm. So I saw this now. The the 70 squad now has five Hall of Famers yes. on it. Wow. Yeah, I was thinking about writing something about and that, that team. They lost to Baltimore? Is yeah, that right? got swept. I think that Baltimore team won 108 games. Okay. They were great. In but the what playoffs? 70? The, the 1970 playoffs. It was the yeah. best of five then. Yeah. And, okay. And they got swept in 69 and 70. Wow. But those were the two best Oriole teams ever. They, I think they won 105 and 108. Wow. In the AL East. Right. Uh, those were really great Twins teams, 69 and 70, but they got swept. The 70 team has five Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Now, Burt was a rookie, but he came up in May and was really good. Five Hall of Famers and the Cy Young Award winner, Jim Perry. Wow. You know, I mean, that was a hell of a team. So who are they? Carew, Killebrew? Uh, Rodney. Rodney. I said Carew. Oh, I'm sorry. Carew, Killebrew. Tony. Harmon. 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 I and said Bert. Killebrew. And Bert. 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 And now Tony. Yes. Yeah. Well, and Cott, Cott and Tony yesterday. Cott and Tony. And then Bly Levin, <laughs> Harmon. And, and Rodney. And Carew. Uh, Rodney, yes. Yep. Yeah. And, That's a nice club. And yeah. the first, only two of them went in with through the, uh, mm-hmm. you know how tough the Hall of Fame used to be? Pretty took tough. Harmon until year four. Isn't that something? Because he had a lot of strikeouts. Yeah. He also <laughs> fifth in career yes, home runs or whatever. He led the American League in home runs like seven times. And he was, but he, his career batting average was in, what, 250 something? Because he went in in 87. Is that right? Yeah. Harmon? You went, right? Yeah. I'm trying to, no, he went in in 84. 84. 84. You yeah. went in yeah. 84, yeah, to uh, to be there for him and, uh, and you know, to cover it for the, Star Tribune and uh, oh, you were or no, you were just came to St. Paul, right? Didn't you go for St. Paul? I was in I was, St. Paul. I was. Why did I go? And I not think you? I was at the LA Olympics. Oh yes, I think you I were. Went to yes, the you LA were. Olympics. Yes. And you went and yeah, uh, yeah. You went and, uh, and I won. Covered that. You won. <laughs> I won. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Although the LA Olympics were bad. No, we because uh, LA kind of emptied out, and Wong and I had a. Rent a car and we drove all over and yeah. and uh, they weren't bad. But uh, when do you want to talk about Detroit playing Detroit? Uh, r- right now, we should mention Reavers and I should give a little tribute to how much we loved Jim Cott when he was our I guest. Said it, for I five said it years. earlier on GL guest. today. He yeah. was the best guest in the history Could of the Rabbit Race. Could not be stumped. No, right. whether you wanted to talk to him about something that happened in '65 or something that happened yesterday. He had a story to relate to. He still he had, like that as an announcer. Three, oh, he's the best. He should be. 
I don't know if maybe Ralph Kiner got in as the Ford Frick winner as well as the uh, Hall of Famer. But uh, he's, he should be in as an announcer. As a broadcaster, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. It's, I mean, he was more dominant as a broadcaster than he was as a player. I mean, it is funny, though. Rodney, I mean, uh, Tony gets in on eight magnificent years. Mm-hmm. And and Cott gets in because he pitched for 24 years. Right, right. You know, and reinvented himself. He's, like, really high on the list of all-time starts. And he was a reliever his last five years or something like that. Was so. the Twins was Cott's only club, right? Oh, no, God, no, no, no. He, he, he took left, off? He well, pitched Calvin, for the birds. He got in a, Calvin released him in 73 okay. or 4. He got mad at him because uh, he was mad that the Twins fired Johnny Sane as the, as the pitching coach. And he wrote a letter to the Tribune or the Star or the St. Paul paper or something ripping the twins and calvin was mad at him all year and then when he didn't pitch great he let him go he did people are saying ah, he got rid of cot because he's to save money no he got rid of cot because he criticized the the uh the franchise so do you think and i love smoltz but if they added him to the world series broadcast that would be spectacular but would yeah, he do but, it oh yeah would yeah, he Elias, okay yeah. yeah he's he's 83 he's 83 but he don't act it. is tony 83 Tony's 83, yeah. But Tony's 83. Right. You know, he's still enthused, but he's got the, you know, he's, he's a, he, you know, he moves around like he's well, 80, his knee still 83, hurts for but God, God plays golf all, you know, Tony loves golf too. Oh, I didn't know he that. He plays, yeah. Is he good? He was okay, I guess. He okay. was okay uh, for a baseball player. That's what I know. mean, because a lot of baseball oh, players, Puck. it doesn't translate at all. Puck well. couldn't hit that Monday night sports talk <laughs> Mock was a hell of a golf. Unless you're oh, yeah. a pitcher, if you're a pitcher, then you've got a pretty good golf game, I would imagine. Mock was made to be at a country club. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> <laughs> at 18 the same holes, table in the grill every day. Eighteen holes in the late morning. Yep. And then little the man lunch, <laughs> little lunch, or, or maybe you hit balls. Yeah. In the morning, yep. have a little lunch, then go play, play eighteen holes, right. then come in, have a few toddies, and play bridge or right. for a couple of hours, right. and go home and see the misses about half uh, screwed up about eight thirty <laughs> in the night. It was, it was, it was perfect. It was. He was the perfect country clubber, oh. but a great golfer. Yep. A great golfer. Yeah, and. Uh, I can guarantee you, if you were his partner mm-hmm. and started hitting it crooked, he wouldn't be happy. He would not be happy. <laughs> he played, it wasn't the money, he played to win. He wanted to win. I'll never forget this. A couple of years ago, the wife and I are down in Scottsdale for a, uh, my wife works for Park Nicollet, so a big Park Nicollet health convention. Uh-oh. And, it and was, you showed up and with it your was bag. Fantastic. <laughs> And so we stayed in this at this beautiful, beautiful hotel on the resort or on the golf course. Excuse me, it was wonderful. She had you know things that she had to attend oh. every day, so I go out and hit a couple and tear tear my way through nine holes at this just probably two hundred dollar a round golf yeah. course. Go sit down and here comes these two old timers that sit next to me at the bar. Hey Jim, hey Frank. They say to the bartender, I said. 
you guys golf here much? He goes, every bleeping day. <laughs> yeah, it was that's spectacular. True. Yeah, it's a, it's a life, uh, that's for sure. So, Detroit playing Detroit. I love oh, that wait, observation. Detroit playing Detroit. Right. One really quick thing. We got a, we had a request mm-hmm. knowing that Pat was going to be coming in today to do Monday Night Sports Talk and on the news of Tony uh, when we used to play this on the radio. Que por cierto tiene... Aquí What's amazing is, oh. listen to the crack and how soon they knew it was gone. Oh. Yeah. Tommy hit that. The ball can't be 20 feet right. off the bat. No. Right. <laughs> and it was crushed. <laughs> well, it went out. Did it clear that back fence oh, God, or yeah. something? Oh, I mean, God, yeah. To Jim Tony. <laughs> Tony. I mean, it's here's the deal with Tony. I go back to him. and uh, he, he and the wife bought a place in Miami. They'd go to Cuba every year for when they once they it, they had to jump through hopes to get there for years, and then it got a little easier, and then it got hard again. But when they went, they'd take steamer trunks full mm-hmm. of stuff for Tony's family and friends, and and but then they had a place in Miami, and he was telling me he said we'd be there about two weeks and say you know in December after Christmas and you know in the middle of winter, and he'd say. We'd say, let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> They'd fly back yeah. here and to to freeze their arse being a Minnesota. To freeze their arse off yeah. in the same house they've lived in for fifty years. Yeah, down way about a hundred and down a hundred yeah. or so yeah. down there by the end where the where the bridge is and right. goes across and yeah, they just uh I love this story. I one more I gotta tell is <laughs> his father, the one I've told a mm-hmm. hundred times mm-hmm. that his father comes here for the first time. And this is Tony's long retired. I mean, it was, you know, they didn't. His folk, his parents never saw him play. He, oh wow! He, I it didn't it know opened that. up for them later, and his father was Pedro Senior. And and Pedro, they pick him up at the airport downstairs. You know, gets off the down in the valet area. That's how he gets in the whatever they're driving. And then when they come home, they drive in the garage, mm-hmm. and he goes in the garage. And he's one of these 5.30 in the morning risers, right? And this is December 22 or something. And he looks out. He looks out the window, and it's a beautiful, sunny, gorgeous day. And he's got his shorts on and his T-shirt. <laughs> and he steps outside, takes two steps. His eyes get as big as <laughs> basketballs. He turns around and never goes outside again <laughs> in his time here. Never walked more than four feet to the car the rest of the time. He couldn't believe people lived in this godforsaken place. And we still can't. No. <laughs> but it's a, and Gordad always tells that story. So anyway, that's I always it think of t- eight millions when I hear eight, Tony. That's Lee. his brother. That's his brother. His okay. brother was back for the first time, I think. The real, you know, he was Pedro Jr., but he went, came over here on his brother's documents because they made him younger, Antonio. Okay. Because you know, because yeah. he to get signed, he was he was like twenty when he got signed when they wanted he wanted to be seventeen. So okay. And plus, uh, Antonio, he came over on Antonio's documents, so he became Tony. But his birthday changed later on in in his career. He got three years older, and. Uh, but that was in 
that was Antonio, who was here for the first time ever, sitting down with Gordet and and Reed. What was Reed? Rick Reed. Rick Reed was out there serving up his slop and, <laughs> and spring training, and, and and they were hitting bombs and stuff. And I said to Gordet, and he's going, hey, he's, he's making you know Spanish like groans about how rotten the guy is. And I said, Gordet, tell him she, she's making. Eight million dollars. He said, eight million. Tell him he's making eight million. And he goes, she blah 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 blah. Eight million. Eight million. <laughs> <laughs> he slaps himself in the head. Who he, found Tony? I love Cuba. that story. Uh, there was a guy who played in Havana, Fernando something or other, and he knew Joe Cambria, the Twins guy, mm-hmm. who would send him twenty players every year. And out here on the, out there playing under the guava tree in this mm-hmm. town, and uh, and he was a legend out in that area as a 16, 17, 18 year old, however old he was, and and the guys got Papa Joe to look at him, and it took a couple of years, but then Cambria sent him, and the last he was on the last group of Cuban players that in 1961 that got sent to uh, the U.S. by Cambria, who was the twins guy in Havana. And they had to go to Mexico because the, there was already strained relations with the uh, Cubans. And then they hung out in Mexico. And by the time they got to uh, Florida, April 7th or something, in 61, most of the teams had already been determined for the twins in, in spring training. So they... Looked at these 20 Cubans for about three days and told them to go back home, told most of them to go back home, including Tony. But the Bay of Pigs occurred. Oh. So he, so there was no going so back. You weren't going back. Going back. So he got saved by the Bay of Pigs. Right. He ended up in Charlotte. Wow. He ended up in Charlotte. And there was a guy there named Minnie because the, there were some Cubans playing up there, including Minnie Mendoza, who was a, play, a utility infielder who had a brief time in the big leagues. And Tony stayed with Minnie Mendoza up in Charlotte and got him to sign him. And he went to Whiteville, North Carolina that summer, the lowest level of baseball, and hit 410. And the twins took an interest yeah. after he yeah. hit Say, why don't you head back? Yeah, we, 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 so he <laughs> why is around. Roger Maris not in the hall? Nah, he just had the, about three years. You know, he's just, he's not he's just not a Hall and of And Maury Wills. Maury Wills, I would, I'm very surprised, doesn't get more support. Did Dick Ellenly missed it by one vote? Yeah, and it's kind of weird. You know, you can only vote for five, and they got to get 12. And I think only six guys or so got votes. You know, and Dick Allen got 11. He'll get in next time, but that's five years from now. But he was the guy that everybody thought was going to get in. But I think they kind of took care of the older guys. Sure. And I think... I think they said if we're going to get Cotton and Tony in, we better do it now because they're both eighty-three. Right, and they're the only two living among the the among ones that the, the ones that made it. Yeah, yeah. and then there they had the, obviously none of the whatever they call the guys that from way back because Super Seventy Sports had a great one with Dick Allen with the big heater sticking out, and it said, "Damn shame." <laughs> That's all it said. Oh, there's we're, everybody's. There's a lot of heat because of the war crowd is very upset that Dick Allen didn't make it. He'll make it. He just won't be. 
You know, he still probably got some guys who knew him when he was. Uh, Do you think Burt didn't vote for him because he hit two inside the park home runs off of him in one game? Yeah, but uh, that that was probably more due to uh, who was the center fielder? I can't oh, yeah. remember. The center fielder played them both in the Soulfield? inside out. No, I don't think it was Soulfield. <laughs> I don't think Rick it was Soulfield. Rick Soulfield. Loved Rick Soulfield. Yeah. Couldn't hit a fastball, which is a bit of a problem in the big leagues. <laughs> it really is. But I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to the Vikings. That game, Detroit playing Detroit. Like watching Detroit play Just Detroit. got ejected. <laughs> He's happy. Yes. Detroit happy. Don was there, according to reports I've received. Really? Yes. Really? Well, first. Joe issued so the tweet. Did, so his... Eight year ago, threat to never go to a game oh, again. He's got uh, the seat you, number stamped on his arm. You know damn well he was at the next game yes, at eleven yes. o'clock. <laughs> Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, God, it was hard. It was. Every, you know what drives me nuts? And everybody says, "Well, you could expect it." No. You can expect it when they're playing at Soldier Field. Right. You can't expect it against Detroit. Detroit's the reason they've had a good, successful franchise. Did you see Mike Tice issued a tweet yesterday after the game? He said, really? Even I beat Detroit. 8-0. <laughs> 8-0 and and for Mike Tice's career against uh, the, the Lions. 8-1 and one for Chili Dog. I know see you'll... the tweet of God? What Detroit, see? you're welcome. Because <laughs> of, of the shooting and everything oh, in Michigan. Okay, the, yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys needed an update. I, I, yeah. I want to know what in God's name was that defensive strategy on the last play. The first thing you have to cover is the front of the end zone, isn't it? Yes. You can't just let some guy... when. In 1959, when I was a slow-footed freshman at Fulda High School, we called that a button hook. Mm-hmm. You just went down mm-hmm. there, stopped, and had the guy throw it to you, right? Yep. That's yeah. about a five-yard pass. That's what this was. That was a button hook, and, <laughs> and it dazzled us. Yeah. Where was Cameron dancing? I don't know. You know, know. instead of where is the safety man, <laughs> yeah. where are you going, Cameron? <laughs> Where are you going? The play's over here. <laughs> yes, you're protecting the fade route, but the guy's not fade routing. He's standing right there I four feet of from you. I thought Kevin Seifert's line at 41 donut. It's like he's a lab, and they faked the ball. And he, he, I did, but I don't even think the guy faked it. No, no, but that, that's the yeah. first thing that came to mind was Waswa. I, I, I get the impression from... Zim, although Zim, I I miss the old Zim who used to call people out by mm-hmm. names. He wants to get along with people now, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. But except uh, for Thomason, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, players. Oh, the players. He's not oh, calling gotcha. out his players gotcha. like he did. He's he's trying to save his job, which he can't save. But but I, I get the impression Xavier was supposed to come up and give him help on that. that I think so too. Yeah. If they weren't playing this Thursday, would he be gone? I think so. Really? I do. I think so. Because you know, I said this earlier today talking to Judd, you know Spielman, if he can get Zim fired during the season, there's a better chance of it not being a package deal, don't you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if Zim, if he can get, then he can say, I can find, we'll, we'll find you a good coach there, Ziggy. Let me stay. So I, I think he's gone. He looks... He looks like a dead man walking. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just he's he's had that. He did have. He's the, had that beaten 
down yes. look on the sideline. I mean, he was happier than hell at the end of the Packers game, but he's just had that. He's had the sad look. Well, that's yes. for about five years. Well, they can't they can't lose one more, can they? Yeah, they can. You, they, you nine think and so. eight, nine and eight will get you. Joe, they're still only one game out of a playoff spot you because got an San extra Francisco team, lost. You know, you got they've gone from six yeah. to seven playoff teams in the NFC. Uh, they, unlike the AFC, which has got a bunch of teams over five hundred, the NFC doesn't. Doesn't have that many. Pittsburgh have, beat a nice Baltimore team last night. Yeah, voided the has the have the have the uh, the pundits turned on Lamar Jackson, huh? Wow, a little bit. Yeah, everybody, he's not good enough, and blah blah. Mm. But uh, I'd take him. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. I you know what? I think you agree with me. I've always been anti sportsmanship. <laughs> I don't like. I mean. <laughs> No, I know what you mean. Seventh I don't game, like fraternization. Seventh game of the Stanley Cup, okay. Yes. Shake my hand. Shake my hand. Yep. Not after every bleeping high school hockey game that's yep. ever been played. Who came up with that stupid idea? <laughs> it's unbelievable. And uh, There was too much sportsmanship well, on the part of the Vikings yesterday. Especially the quarterback. That's right. I he said, was way too happy. I said earlier today, if there was a Lady Bing Award in the NFL, mm-hmm. he would have won it yesterday. Yep. What a sportsman. He's out there. The the Lions are turning around saying, what's he doing here? And he's shaking their hands and slapping them on them. What the hell? Yeah. You know, you should be slinking off into the night, <laughs> hoping that no one remembers that you played that game. 22 hours ago, former Minnesota Viking quarterback Tommy Kramer said the following, I'm fine with shaking hands with opposing team, and but smiling and laughing after a loss like that, for love of the game, is gone. <laughs> Talking about Mr. Cousins. Yeah. You told me that earlier, and I said, see... We we alcoholics have the same view of sportsmanship, you know. You're opposed to it. <laughs> yes, right. Oh, and also uh, Suhan tweeted this yesterday, breaking the Vikings will play in the Music City Bowl, which I replied with, Jim, they still need another win to become bowl eligible because they only have five wins. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They got well, to get to 500. So anyway. I did hear a caller, though, uh, after the game that blamed the refs because they didn't call – the face mask penalty on Kirk in the second quarter. Oh, really? That oh, okay. was one of the. He said it kind of snowballed from there. <laughs> but wasn't that final Detroit drive riveting, though? Just to watch it all. Be- be- because just because you got the increasing knowledge that they're gonna they're gonna do this. They're gonna do this. <laughs> but then they get to the last play, and you say, "Ah, they've just they've screwed up so many games at the end." But here's the thing: the bottom line. They played the Lions twice. Mm-hmm. Equally matched contest. Right. Both of them could have went either way. They went right down to the end with them. Uh, yeah, it was, it was. But there's nothing better for local media mm-hmm. involved in sports than embarrassing defeat oh. by the local NFL team. Ben Gessling's gamer. For the strip, which I looked at last night, had 721 comments. Wow, really? Yes, last night. If it was a win, 60. Now here's the 70, thing: 70, yeah. maybe after. Because you made a great point. As a as a true dedicated sports fan, you're rooting for the Vikes to lose to the Lions and Jim Cott and Tonio to get in the Hall yes, of Fame. Right, I agree right, with that. Right. And but, now, but what I want, I want to win. They got to win Thursday because you got to get hopes back. Oh, up. that's true. Yes. Yeah, because you can't. You know, the the public is going to turn off. If you get bad enough, 
then they don't respond sure. anymore. You got to keep you, them you engaged. You got to get them to the. Yes. You got to get them to the the cusp of the present. It's got to be like Thelma and Louise, but stopping. <laughs> you know, stopping at the edge, not right. flying. You can't have them just flying off no, into no, the no. distance. You gotta you gotta give them hope again. Thursday, you gotta. In fact. A rousing performance Thursday would be Hey, nice. we're back! <laughs> yeah, that's right. We also, if you're a true, true, die-hard Vikings fan, you have to root for the Lions to lose the rest of their games. Mm-hmm. You want their only win to be against you. Okay, what year was it? It wasn't Denny's last year. What year was Denny? Sometime in the 90s. They opened the season at home against Carolina, Carolina. with decent possibilities and they kicked off and Stephen Smith brought it, it back it was for a Denny's touchdown. last year was it 01 yeah. yeah what are you playing I have no idea what just happened I don't <laughs> think it was his last year was I can it? look it up I won't because I know they had the number one pick that year because that was Carolina's only win but Carolina went one and 15 and the Lions went into their last game of the year one and 14 and their victory was over the Vikings too Oh. So the Vikings, and then the Lions screwed it up by winning their last game. Otherwise, the Vikings could have performed the incredible feat of being the only victory for two 1 and 15 teams. Mm. Now, that would have been significant. The 2001 Minnesota Vikings, uh, oh, this is preseason, sorry. They lost to the Carolina okay, Panthers. That's the year then. September 9th, 2001. And they lost to Detroit, right? And they lost to, at Detroit, December 16th, they lost. Yes, and did they uh, look up, the, didn't, didn't, the, didn't the Lions finish 2-14? and 14 Yes, they that did. That year, so, yes. So, yeah, that would have been quite a feat. Denny, of course, he did not get fired. He resigned. <laughs> that was my favorite. He was going to take the high road. I never Remember? saw. That I was... never saw Sid crazier than he was that day, Joe. Really? And he, I mean, he's crazy. But Chris Mortensen came on on what was it a Tuesday, maybe a Monday or Tuesday, maybe it was Monday. That Zimmer, that uh, Denny had been fired, mm-hmm. and they had the scoop. Denny had been fired because we everybody kind of expected it, and. Sid's theory, Sid was out there saying, no scoops, no scoops, because they hadn't made up their mind when he Mortensen reported uh-huh. it, and then he ended up resigning. And Sid was just enraged that uh, that people were giving Chris Mortensen from ESPN credit. Well, he couldn't have anybody scoop. else get credit. No, no, no it didn't. He had know. a tough time with that, did he? Yeah. And that, in fact, that could have been his beat writer, whoever it was back then, right, reporting right. it, and he would have been upset, right. you know. So, but uh, I will say this though. Speaking of football, I would pay good money to be in Buffalo tonight for a Monday night ooh, game against the Patriots. Against the Patriots, yes. So I'm thinking of first place. Yeah. In Joe, you must watch forty mile an hour winds. I looked up the weather; and it looked benign. Yeah, but the wind is supposed to be howling. Oh, I'm going to watch. You're going to get baby. the wobbly passes. I, I yeah. almost called you yet last night. Yeah. The Western Conference Finals in Canada, yeah, in Winnipeg oh, last was night it howling? against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, <laughs> and everyone has got big parkas on and they're <laughs> drunk and they're screaming, just like our fans. And the wind is howling and the snow is blowing. Oh, it was fantastic. It was great because you know they. Out there was all the other 
one was in Toronto, and it was windy and stuff there. Mm. But Toronto's like balmy. When you get out on the Winnipeg Prairie, man, or Edmonton or yeah. places like that, it, the, the, the Grey Cup semifinals are always fantastic. And the final this year, I think, is in in Toronto again, so it might not be properly rotten. But uh, Well, plus, don't they play at the Rogers Center? No, they play outside. Oh, they do play outside. Yeah, they, oh, okay. they play in the old, the old place where Joe and I covered baseball games. Exhibition, Exhibition Stadium. Exhibition Stadium. Where you, it was the the right field fence was basically cut right across the football field. Right. So you had like somebody hit a home run, it could go f- another eighty <laughs> yards down the field. Boom, 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 down the field. So. I saw just enough of the uh, Hero Challenge in the Bahamas. Yes, to not. see Tiger interviewed. Yes, and he's. I think he's uh, sincerely resigned to the realization that I don't think it I can do this happen again. again. No. Yeah. Well, the, you need the foundation. <laughs> he said I can this. go out in the cart and play nine holes. He said, but I, I'm a long way from PGA Tour golf. He yeah. Said. Well, he doesn't want to go out there and. Shoot eighty two. No, no, you know he's and well, he, he realizes he's going to be twenty five yards shorter now than everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Will he be a senior player? I, I don't, don't know if his ego would let him do I that. Don't, I don't know, Phil. It's certainly not costing Phil anything. Where's well, that check? Phil I'll go, go take another three hundred grand. Take the money. <laughs> Vegas will take this money too when I go there gambling. But you know? anyway, Colin Marikawa had a five shot lead. He finished. Uh, Way down. He what did he do? Ninth. Was he the shot, wind blowing in the Bahamas? He shot a 76 on the final really? day. Yeah. Was the wind blowing down there? I Not really, no. Victor Hovland won this. I don't agree, by the way. They put these in the world golf rankings points. Yeah. yeah. There's only 20 players. Right. That's, doesn't shouldn't count. Shouldn't count. I mean, it's, I, it's a fine event if they want to have it, but uh, these silly season events should not count, I don't think. No, we really don't get out of the silly season until we get to Hawaii in January. Yes, but that ain't too far away. No, it is. What's the date? Anybody know? December 6th, Pat. Ooh, tomorrow, by the way, 80 80 years. years. What are we going to do? Oh, boy. Do we have anybody? Do we have any 98-year-old guys who are going to make it lost the last guy from the Band of Brothers. Really? The last living guy died. Really? Do we have anybody shamed. left who was on uh, one of the was it, in Pearl Harbor? I can't think of anybody. It would, it'd have to be 98, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 80 years, though. Man alive. Well, my old have man would be there? old. 104. He's not available. No? No. I have not been to Hawaii. No. I haven't been there. No. I would it love is, to go to Pearl Harbor. Is, everybody always makes a big deal out of it, but it is amazing when you still see the oil. Yep. That was a lot of oil in those boats. Well, did you realize that the people who live, what's the air, what's the base name there? There's a, it's a still a big naval base. Yeah. Well, the people living there are discovering that there's, there's fuel in their water. There's gasoline in their water. Still from the... Apparently, and now they can't drink the water. They have to have their water brought in. People were getting sick. Is it Hickman? No, it's not Hickman. Hick, Hickman Air Force Base. No. Hickman's an Air Force Base. I don't know what the naval base is. I'm looking is. it up. Sorry, this is taking me a minute. Yeah, well, the, uh, the Fort uh, Shafter. No, I know what if I know the naval air base, naval air base, right? Naval base. No, yeah. no, the naval base, not the naval air base. The uh, I don't know if I don't think the uh, lieutenant colonel was supposed to be uh, taking a job at the Canioha Bay Golf Course. Is a. I hope he's not living where the water's bad. 
I don't think he is. Not close enough. He's not on the base, is he? No, no. He's up on a hill. You can you can see Pearl Harbor from where he's up on a hill. What's he going to do with the floor? golf course? He can be the starter? He was going to be, a, you know, greeter. He'll do anything they want him to. Yeah. Drive around in a car. I mean, he's just something. having fun, in other words. But, but instead, thanks to the generosity of the GI Bill, mm-hmm. which he's, you got three years to take it after you retire. Right. He's making money going to junior college, <laughs> and uh, and he's learning to be an electrician. Really? Yeah, he's taking electrician, you know, home repair electrician work. So that's good. Next time he comes home, I'll have a bunch of projects yeah, for him. Yeah, you now have a guy. <laughs> yeah, a guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, I can get that fixed. It's just he's in Hawaii. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I got to. But they're, uh, they're, still, uh, they're still not. They don't, if they get some COVID out there, they go, they get a little paranoid. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think you'd make a good electrician, Patrick. I'm just going to go on a sturdy I, lane. I do not take any chances nope, around electricity. Me either. No, I'm not. Well, what I did I do, though? I, uh, <laughs> oh, no. I got myself a good jolt. <laughs> what was that? Garage door opener? No. What was it? Light bulb. I, I no. It was uh, something that I, thought that I forgot. Oh, the swimming pool key. I don't, there's a key? Yeah, well, the thing, it's not a key. It, it You stick it in there, and it fits in there and makes the electricity run, but it's it's big like this. Oh. And I and the guy said, I think it's, the pool guy said, I think it's in there. So I couldn't see it, and I was dinking around in there with my finger to see if I could pull it out, and I go, zing! <laughs> oh, I don't like the that. The electricity was alive. You know, wouldn't have that been the final kicker if that swimming pool had killed me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full circle. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, I've always said it's taken five years off my life, but I never thought it would be from electric. I was, who was I telling? Oh, it was my dad. He wanted to hear the story about the... Uh, the guy, the uh, the the lawnmower the going into the put pool. The lawnmower, the big lawnmower, <laughs> the big wide lawnmower. That was right. It's Joint Base Pearl Harbor Hickam. Okay. Joint Base Pearl Harbor Dash Hickam. Mm-hmm. But Hickam was an airfield, I thought, wasn't it? And the the uh, obviously the ships came into whatever. Pearl Harbor Naval Station and Hickam Air Force Base have grown up together around the historic port known as Waimomi to the native Hawaiians on Oahu's South Shore. Right. You know what name, you know what's one of the worst things about visiting Hawaii? What? You can't even come close enough to spelling a name to figure out where it is right. on a map, you know. It's a, they, 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 I don't approve of the all the, first of all, there's about 11 letters that aren't used. Right. In the alphabet. They don't need them. So they, they need them because it's... Uh, and then the pronunciation. I could never be a... Uh, you could never be a sports writer out so there. Not a lot I, of Przinskis in Honolulu? I couldn't spell the names. I couldn't spell the names. <laughs> Who's the Boy. Detroit guy? La Roma? Penny Sewell. No. Is that the, you're thinking the of? The Detroit guy... The uh, Lions player with the they've oh very he's got a, he's name. got a very uh, complicated name yes the the the, the Saint Brown guy the last yes. name is Saint Brown but he must be this he must be the brother of 
Erna Ramos Saint. Oh, speaking of that, Ign- igno- og- ignominious Saint. Brown. Ignominious or something like that. This is, guy uh, is a different. Is the Igwe Buike kid? Is he any relation to Donald? He's got to be, doesn't he? Well, I would think. Yeah, I I don't know. Donald, I think he got that was a bad yeah, charge, it was. man. Jeez, he was just trying to get a little. Little chemicals for relatives. What the hell? Leave him alone. It was Donald, right? Was his first yeah, name Donald? Donald yeah. Very good kicker. Yeah. Very good kicker. Yes. Well, didn't he basically just get blackballed from the league? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. I, I I don't know. I thought you know we 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 just be better off if we legalize drugs in this country. Don't you think? Donald Let's wrapped up it. his career in 1995 with the Memphis Mad Dogs. Uh oh. Which league was that? USFL? No, that wasn't. No, I don't USFL. think that's USFL. Why can't I find this guy's name? Mm. It's he's a guy that caught the touchdown pass. I know. Right. I can't find it. Ignominious? Here it is. Yeah. Give me the first name. Amon Dash Ra. Oh, Amon Ra St. Brown. Amon Ra Amon Ra spelled. A M O N Dash Capital R A. Amon Ra St. Brown. The toughest name to spell in the history of Minnesota sports, and for my 50 years, is Nita Ryder. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not even going to take a step. There's an I before an E, and then an E before an I, and then an R, a single R, and a double T instead of a double R and a single T. <laughs> I couldn't spell. I was so damn happy. I don't do that much hockey, but I was so damn happy he, could, he, got, he, got, he got traded. Got I couldn't yeah. stand it. Yeah. Well, uh, and Kirilov is a very difficult one because there's one R, two L's, two F's. How do you do with Kaprasov? You go okay with Kaprasov? I'm not, yeah, because, you know, you got the Z. Just remember to use the Z and right. it's fine. You better learn but, how to spell it because you'll be writing for a, a lot. for a simple name, this volleyball player at the U, Jenna Wenis, okay. is very difficult. W-E-N-A-A-S. Oh, not two A's. W-E-N-A-A-S. You get the A's. You didn't know. You think you should use two E's and one A, and it's it's very complicated. I sent in my column on Deadline the other day, and I said, you better check out the spelling on this Wenis. It might be in there like seven different ways, <laughs> right. you know. I don't have time to look it up. Uh, he is a first cousin once removed to Detroit Lions running back Godwin Igwebuike. I did just look that oh, up. Oh, really? Igwebuike. Okay. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Is he a kicker? No, he was a running back for the oh, Lions. Okay. Well, who's the kid? This name is extraneous or... Uh... Yeah, the he, he, he's with the uh, he's with the Green Bay's, right? <laughs> yeah. What's his first name? Aquanimos wow, or something. Oh, I bet he's the older brother. Saint Brown. What country Packers. are they from? Aquanemius. Aquanemius. Yeah. Is he an American-born uh, yes. child? Yeah. You know, it's a good thing that I'm not filling out baptismal. That was, <laughs> you're right. That wouldn't nope. work. Nope. That ain't working. Nope. Next. Long Hornable. <laughs> We're giving you a bill. He okay. is from Anaheim, California. <laughs> He's from Anaheim. But and his name yes. is Equimin- Equinemius. Equinemius. Yeah. I always think of that bit we used to be able to play on the radio with the guys doing the football names oh, yeah. when I hear his name. Don't do that anymore. Don't do that anymore. And we, of course, miss the uh, girls' uh, the girls state basketball tournament yes. study of those names, too. Uh, Equi- How many different ways can you spell Christine? <laughs> uh, Equinemius attended Notre Dame, by the way. Yes, I was yeah. rooting like hell for Notre Dame to make it to the Final Four, just Without to spite Ryan Kelly. Me too. 
Thank you. But, uh, boy, they're all on board on this 35-year-old dynamo of a recruiter. So uh, it'll be fantastic. By the way, someone put this out there. I forget who, but it basically said if Brian Kelly took the USC job. So it had this guy with a surfer accent because Brian Kelly was was, changing his accent. I said, I "I want it. Okay. He can do a little Southern drawl. How's he doing Cajun? Right. Now let's hear you do. Let's hear you sound like Ed. That's or, the kind or, of Bush or, League thing Hillary Clinton would do. Yes. Yeah. Start t- speaking uh, locally. I have hot sauce in my purse. Oh, yeah. But yeah. the good thing about him is he can, you know, he'll be very popular down there if, if they're nine and one going into the, if, if they're, if they're six and four, that'll wear out in a hurry. Oh, yeah. $10 million. Ten, Ten-year contract. Though. Ten Ooh. millions. Ten millions. <laughs> wow. Ten years for how much? A ninety-five guaranteed. Wow. But uh, a lot of uh, uh, attainable incentives. He must be a pretty good coach because nobody likes him, and he still won all the time. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway. All right. Good luck to Notre Dame. Yes, sir. Eleventh commandment: Cheer, cheer for old Notre Dame. Yeah. That was the deal. So I've kind of broken that one. Lately. I have to. I don't. I don't really care. <laughs> you got to go to the bank. Yeah. All I care about is Duke losing the basketball. Really, that's all, <laughs> the only thing I care Send about. Send out is. Coach K with a loss. A loss. That's a heartbreaking loss. That's true. Hey, are you going to Phoenix? Oh, for the guaranteed rate West Virginia. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it this year. So this Kirk. Sierroca, the yep. defensive, the offensive coordinator, we're trying to big out Soraka, yep. that we're trying to bring back. He's working at West Virginia. Is that as an oh. analyst? Is that kosher? I don't know to hire. Okay, he, I mean, he might he might have to say, "I'm coming in and I'm going to be the offensive coordinator for next year, but I'm not going to give you any trade secrets." Yeah. I don't. Know. We don't know what Rooks got. But I just got a text from him that says today he feels the best he's felt in a week and a half. Wow. I hope it's just a case of the good old flu. Well, I hope so, too. He Not says he's chilling like a villain. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. All right. He says, I'm good, but this is the best I've felt in a week and a half. Wow. Thought I would share that with All right. Is, are those Sun Country flights getting off the ground without him out there know, running the show? That's a good question. Show? That's a good question. Him and the other guy? What's the other guy's name? <laughs> Thomas. Ty, him and Tom. Thomas. Thomas has probably got new new powers with the, with the rook. Oh. Well, he's convinced rookie's undercover boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Yeah. That was uh, 